Amigo. And Mark. Hey. And Eric. Hey, hey. All right, and then we've also got our friends from Blank Body joining us again. And I'm going to pass it over to Hunter to make introductions and give his spiel. Hey, hey, I'm Hunter from the uh, Blank Bodies Vampire the Masquerade podcast. I've also got with me John. That's me. And James. What up? All right. So, can I get somebody from the Ghostbuggers to give a recap of their uh, adventures last week? I can do it. I wrote it down. So, the Ghostbuggers were able to get onto the grounds of Count Cal- or the Count uh, Calver, ran into two guards, which they dispatched them quickly, stripped their clothes, and hid them in a bush. Cockroach and Jerusalem, who snuck around the outside of the yard, while Rubble and the Whisper snuck through the garden to get to the ma- uh, mausoleum where they found a secret vault. The Whisper dispatched the ghosts as all three of the ghost buggers broke into the mausoleum, and Cockroach almost fell into a trap. Lucky for him that Rubble was there to grab him and pull him away. Entering the bottom of the mausoleum, they found a spirit door. We're able to get the whispered back downstairs to open the spirit door as Jerusalem took care of the ghosts outside. As the door opened, a... Crap, what do you call them again? Uh, clockwork golem. The clockwork golem. Surprise. something Hulk. Yeah. It is... Um, That's the only thing I forgot to write down what the hell it was. <laughs> Hull. A yeah. Hull. Appeared and attacked Cockroach and Rubble. After a ordeal of a fight and cockroach being squished underneath the hall, we're able to go through the spirit door and found out that that's where all the money was. So, with the help of the ghost, we opened a second spirit door to escape the grounds with the money and closed the original spirit door so the count can't get back into his vault. And we whisked the money away to our hideout. Excellent. Uh, last recap I am ever going to do. <laughs> for now. On you from now on, Mark. Yeah, true. Somebody from the followers of Ixwa should uh, remind us of what happened last game. So, let's see. What did we do last game? Um, I think I summed it up pretty quickly with we burnt a lot of ships. Um, if we want to go into detail... We had um, Strix and Ragnar preaching on the docks uh, to pull people away from ships um, slash thin out the crowd a little bit. While they did that, Father Pathos took a ship, and by took I mean like murdered the crew that was on it and then pushed the mast over and caught it on fire. Did the same to the second with the help of Strix smartly going in and actually looting it before sinking it to the bottom of the ocean. And Ragnar, if I remember correctly, helped facilitate the possession of the captain of a third ship and kind of just convinced his own crew to burn it. Excellent. There was a lot of yelling about gods and, you know, whatnot. It was cool. Okay, so before we actually get into the first stages of play, there is something that I do have to mention. I was going over the rules of uh, downtime activities, and I've done something wrong. Okay. I'm not changing it. We're going to keep going as if it's right. I just want to make sure that everybody knows that, uh, primarily our listeners know, for the training activity, 
You actually have to improve your gang's status to get training grounds in order to be able to utilize that. Uh, oh. So that was an oversight by me, which is fine, but you can, uh, like, I'm not going to change anything and make you go back and undo shit. For this game, what we did was correct. So COJ, the uh, ghost buggers, did we, did everybody do their downtime activities off camera earlier? Like, have you guys done that? I leveled up Prowless, so don't think I did anything else. I know we were talking about what you guys were going to do. Are you... Um, I think we're going to do what we discussed, yeah. Okay, so effectively the downtime activities and all that stuff is done for you guys. You have completed that section of the game, yes? I believe so. We can save some time and jump into the action if that is the case. There's really nothing big that happens during the downtime, so if we want to jump in or if you want to describe what you've done for downtime, now is the time. Ah, yeah, Jerusalem upgraded his consort because he uh, maxed up his resolve. I still need to roll to reduce my stress. I'm I'm going to see my uh, powder dealer. All right, so... I have two stress. Okay. I rolled a six. Okay, so... Cockroach gets hella high. <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't. Cockroach doesn't get high. He gets fucking black. Jerusalem's getting all kinds of high. And if it's my choice, then he's going to get tapped out, cut off from his dealer. Okay. You have overstayed your welcome and have been kicked out of your dealer's shop until further notice. (laughs) You've been given a timeout. Okay. Uh, Eric, anything pertinent? Uh, Rubble is going to upgrade his wreck increasing his prowess, and he is also going to decrease his stress by going to his favorite purveyor. His vice is luxury, uh, spas and food, to be precise. So let's see what happens with him. I rolled a two, and I had two stress, so Excellent. I'm just good. You are perfect. I do not get kicked out for eating too much food while in the hot baths and clogging up the entire drain with something delicious. And cockroach. Well, I like I said, I upgrade my prowl, and I too am going to the silver chalice to drink my stress away. Okay. And I roll the five, but I only have two stress. How do you want to deal with that? Get kicked out during a bar fight, maybe? Okay. You start a bar fight, you get kicked out, and you are banned for an undisclosed amount of time. But do I still get rid of my stress, though? Oh, yeah, yeah. You always get rid of the stress. If you roll higher than the stress you have, you've overindulged, and a negative thing happens. Got it. So Cockroach is in the middle of the street all pissed up and drunk. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Blank bodies. What is the setup to your uh, next big score against the count? I think we, uh, I can't remember the name we gave it, but we are talking about going after the god that he and his family follow. So the the god that the family follow is actually an ancestor spirit. Yep. Yes. Uh, I don't think we gave it a name in particular, but... Okay. It is a spirit of one of the ancient Calvers. So you're going to go after the... We want to kill God. All right. I thought you wanted uh, <laughs> I, I thought to... To put it bluntly. Fuck their god and then kill their god. I think you might have been going that far last time. Huh? So I thought last time you wanted to fuck their god and kill their god. No, just kill it. 
Okay, all right. Uh, fucking it would be a sin. You can't acknowledge things like that. Come on now, Ichthor is the only way. <laughs> okay, so give me a brief, like, one sentence. What's the first step? Uh, I think I've got that. Unless uh, Hunter's got something in the whisper cord he wants to try first. I can cons- try and consort with um, the spirit, and then if... If I do that, I get a bonus to um, command anyone who worships that spirit. So that would probably be a good first step to try and just summon this uh, ancestor spirit. Okay. Uh, at least get an idea of what we're dealing with. Uh, so we're planning on summoning it to our base? We could. We could go somewhere in dedication to that spirit. I don't think it really matters where we do it. Okay. We do have a ritual area in our base, don't we? Yeah, that's true. We might as well. I do home field advantage. Okay. Uh, So, I have some knowledge of the uh, occults as well, so I should be able to assist Hunter, if that's the case. I know I've got a high attune, so I can can also help reach out in the spirit world and whatnot. I think I have to roll for that, correct, to give assistance? No, you can just declare that you are assisting in the ritual. Yep, I'll, I'll do that for... For hunters. Um, so the roll will be hunters, but he gets an extra die because of your assistance. And I'm going to say that definitely a risky roll. Uh, so if you want to make that... Uh... Real quick, I am making sure I understand because I can't find it in the book as quickly as probably just asking. A tune affects what again? Spirits. It's reaching out with spirits because I have that too. Okay, that's, okay. Uh, that's reaching out to the spirit world, feeling the spirit world. Gotcha. Because I did the same thing, too, where I was like, what the fuck am I looking at? Yeah. What does my stat do? Okay, cool. You said it's a risky roll? It's going to be a risky roll, yes. Um, could we do a flashback to try to make that slightly easier for Hunter? Um, Father Pathos is thinking, like, drawing out circles and, like, asking for protections from Ichthwa, things like that. Yeah, you can do that. Cool. So... We flash back to when we're setting up this situation. Uh, what exactly is it that you are doing to, to make this easier? Right. Um, shoot, where's our gang? Here it is. Well, if I remember correctly, we have a gang of adepts. Um, so I'm thinking, like, working with our adepts to, again, draw out, like, circles of protection and, or maybe circles of binding. Um, Doing a lot of prayer just straight to Ichthwa, being like, you know, protect us from this. We know that this is going to be an intense situation. Things like that. Okay, you can roll your attune and uh, see how well your people do the uh, the circles and if Ichthwa answers you with anything. Okay. Um, is it just attune, right? So I have one die, right? Uh, so you can spend too stressed to give yourself a second die. Hmm. Does the adepts give him another die? Yes, the adepts will give you an extra die. You could get three. You could roll with two or go with three if you spend, if you spend the stress. I don't want to use the stress. Okay. I'll go with two. I got two sixes. Awesome. Okay. I'm happy with that roll. So, uh, Ixua answered your prayers. And now i got to give this thing a name. Making your life hell, just like we promised. So you get a name. 
pray to Ixwa, and you get the name Galdo Calver. G-A-L-D-O? Galdo? Yeah. yeah. And your initiates have done a remarkably good job putting down your uh, circles of binding. Yay. And protection. Cool. It, with each one that does a good job, Father Pathos just, like, engulfs their head with his hand and does, like, a little prayer for them. Like, you did a good job. Here's your reward. Here's a blessing kind of thing. Excellent. Strix uh, on the sideline actually worry he's going to crush one of their heads. <laughs> just once, just like... Mm. Your followers are probably also worried about this. <laughs> <laughs> just like, big old owl feathers, just like... Mm. <laughs> Your initiates, every time they receive the blessings, because when you're happy, you give blessings and prayers. When you're unhappy, it is pretty much the same motion and somebody dies. <laughs> <laughs> so so they're, they're always nervous when it comes to this point. Uh, Goose, what can I do for you? The stipulation was we couldn't kill him, right? No, no harm bodily harm. Come to the count himself. No bodily harm, right? No bodily harm. Yeah. yeah. Strix Thank- made this note. Mental harm is completely on the table. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he said kill his family if we want. In, in yeah. fact, that's kind of the goal. Yeah. That is right. the encouraged bit. We want guerrilla tactics. Okay. So the outcome of your role is now, instead of being risky, is now going to be a controlled environment. Okay. So what that effectively dictates is if you fail, it's not going to be as bad. If you succeed with complications, uh, the complications are going to be very minor. And if you succeed full out, everything goes extremely well. Okay. I believe in you, Hunter. And I got a bonus die from Skipper. Oh, shit. I gave him the bonus die. Yeah. I'm a six. Oh, Oh, God. I got three sixes. (laughs) Uh, It's not focusing. You you need, like, some extra light if you're going to do that, buddy. Well, I got three sixes. Six! 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 That's true. That's the third six is cool. (laughs) It does nothing uh, mechanically, but that is a critical success. So you start chanting and call on the name of Galdo Culver, and uh, his spirit manifests in your uh, inside the circles that have been prepared, and in a have you ever heard people speak in, like, Old English? Yeah, yeah. It's really difficult to understand, because we don't talk like that anymore. Uh, so, a very strong accent, antiquated language. This ghost demands to know what you want. Well, I know we plan on destroying him, but is there any information we specifically want first? Do we know the names of this guy's kids? We do. Uh, he's got two sons. His eldest son is Jared. His youngest son is Alexi. And he has a daughter named Sarah. You also found out that Jared works on his father's ships and is currently out to sea. Alexi is, think a young Bruce Wayne, but no Batman. Yet. Oh. He's effectively just, he runs around the city and spends money and kind of, kind of an asshole. Right. Sarah is very rarely seen not in the estates uh, and is believed to be effectively uh, running the household. Okay. Um, what about their current locations, like specific? Actually, what would be a better question is, do they have any treasured family heirlooms? 
Not anymore. They took them. <laughs> well, there's a difference between your co- your coffers and your precious relics. Those might uh, be in a different place. Who knows? So the most uh, uh actually, I'm gonna get somebody to roll me a a action roll to talk to the spirit. So figure out exactly what you want to find out from it, and I'm going to need a. Where's the fucking attributes again? Actually, alternatively, while they're doing that, uh, can I make a study roll or an attune roll to figure out how to destroy this spirit entirely while they're speaking? Just doing a prep time roll, effectively. So I'm gonna, I'm going to assume that you guys, well, actually, I know you guys have a ritual room, so there's probably literature in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can roll. A, a study or a tune. Uh, a tune you would be uh, specifically specifically attuning yourself to this particular spirit to see if there's any easy way to destroy it or a, an easier way, an Achilles heel, if you will. Uh, or you can use your study to go through the tomes that you have in your ritual room to figure out more in general how you destroy a ghost. Uh, I think I'm going to go with a tune, even though it makes Strix feel dirty. I'm going to try it. I'm going to use the adepts wall there, doing the talking to do that. Oh, three. Not going to stress myself out. I've got a good dice pool for this. Okay, that's good. It's only one six. So we don't have a third double six. Okay, so you use the tune. Yeah, I use the tune, yeah. It's almost like there's a ghostly cord coming off of this uh spirit and you can feel that whatever whatever it's attached to, be it uh its bones or something, destroying that will one hundred percent annihilate this spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh and you have a um you can effectively if you leave you could follow this thing, whatever it is is. But it is it has a physical connection to something. Strix will uh go to start following it, though he will look at uh Father Pathos and just be like giving you a signal just like wanna go break something? He doesn't say it, he's just like mm, we're going now, we're leaving now. He I mean he doesn't really think about it. He's not really into the whole spirit summoning thing. Um yeah, yeah he stands up, um, walks over and grabs his gear and Yeah. I say we leave the adepts with Hunter, so Hunter can do his stuff. And we take the thugs, or the brutes, I think they are. Whichever one, I can't remember which one we had. Thugs. Yeah, thugs. Take those to go uh, do a stomp down. Okay. So, back to the spirit talking. What kind of information is it you are trying to get out of this thing? So, I I assume I know what they're doing. I'm going to try and just get it to talk about, like, family history where the family worships, that kind of stuff. But broadly, right, I think I'm just going to try and get it to talk at this point. Are you going to try to command it to talk, consort with it, or you can try and sway it? With my dots, I'm going to have to do consort. And then I'm going to take the two stress. Uh, actually, because of, because of the circles that have been set up, I'm going to give you a free extra die. Okay. Thank you. Uh, just because everything went so well in the setup for this, okay. you don't have to spend the stress. You can take a second or an extra die. Okay. So, 
that puts me, I got a one and a six. So six. Six is a success. So Galdo Calver starts, you know, talking about his, his family and the, there is a mausoleum on their grounds that is the sacred site of their family. And his, uh, his bones are interred within the altar in that, uh, mausoleum. What else is it that you're looking for? Sorry? Just like family history, um, maybe try and get some dirt on, uh, the two children who aren't out to sea. The, the spirit of it, effectively, Alexei is an, an embarrassment to the family, though for some reason favored by, uh, Count Culver. And the, the daughter is effectively locked in a room. She had a brush with a ghost a few years back and it has, uh, shattered her mind. Oh. And that's why she is very rarely seen outside of the house. Okay. I'm going to pause the, uh, followers of Ixua at the moment. Uh, we will jump back in with the infiltration of wherever it is this spirit thing is leading you guys. And, uh, I'm going to go to the ghost buggers. What is your first move, gentlemen? We are planning our next heist or our job. Couple of good ones. We're trying to decide which one to do. Whether we want to kidnap his family and burn them alive or burn his house down. Also, uh, Steve, I'm redoing something for my downtime. I'm deciding not to update my wreck. I'm spending an extra coin and I'm going to take Ghost Ward as a special ability. Okay. So there's no confusion there. It really is thematic for us and appropriate, so. Okay, so figure out what you guys want to do, and let me know, and then we'll go from there. Just a quick question, Steve. Yes. I know we blew up the first spirit door. Did we blow up the door we set in place? The I believe the door that you set in place was always set up to be temporary. Okay. So that spirit door is no longer in existence, and at some cost they would be able to reopen it, but currently she's no there anymore. All right. So, what do we want to do, boss? Well, we are the ghost buggers, so let's say we uh, we get to haunting. Yep. So we riddle all of his all of his businesses, well, both the public so, ones and the pri- and the un- under the table ones with ghosts. I, I mean, eventually that would be good, right? But we're we're trying to have big impact right away. So maybe what we do is we get some intel, figure out when he's going to need to do something to recover because of all the loot that we stole and all the coin. So he's going to need a big job to to make up for that. And so I say we try to figure out what, when, and where and make that a bad situation with ghosts. Uh, do you want the rooks to do that? That's a good idea, to get some of that information. Yeah, send out the spies in their group. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll go, I'll go meet with them and I'll get them going. I like it. So you're going to send out your rooks to... Discover what the count is doing to try and mitigate the damage that has already been done. Yeah, or, or pay back the people who he now stiffed because all his money's gone. Right? He's going to need a big score to to make up for it. And so, we want to stop that and compound his problems. And probably uh, steal the score. Cockroach is the character that is doing this, right? With the rooks. With the rooks. Getting the intel. I can I see can... study, survey. I can see I prowl. I can I can see Prowl myself as well. Okay, so you're effectively so Prowl would be you guys actually sneaking into his offices and rifling through things. Essentially, yeah. Okay. 
So, give me a prowl roll then, and we right. will set you up on the, uh, and we have 664. 664. Alright. So, you have zero problem whatsoever sneaking into various offices that the Count has around the city. Inside, you find various papers. There's a lot of information that, uh, your gangs bring back to the, uh, the hideout. I'm going to need somebody to do probably a study role to really find out exactly what it is that you need. I've got one study. I don't have any. I also have one. So I can assist. Okay. So that'll be two dice. And you can always spend stress to get a third if you want. You know what? I just got rid of that stress. Let's put it right back on there. Four. Okay. You find paperwork that uh, the Count is in the process of bringing in a very large shipment of illegally obtained electroplasma with the hopes to recover his losses. Uh, however, you found two conflicting pieces of paper. One says it's coming in by ship, and one says it's coming in via the north gate. Can't really do both. Do we know that he lost three or four ships recently? Uh, news has got around, yes. Oh, we would have announced it as we were leaving the uh, meeting. Father Pathos <laughs> yeah, would have we, been like, his ships are burning! The power of Ixlar! You know, and then they leave. So everybody knows, yeah. So does that mean the two options are the docks and then the, the Gaddock rail station? Yeah. Very opposite ends of town. Okay, let's see. Do we have a way of narrowing that down? Mm-hmm. Good for you to ask. Um, you could, because smuggling always involves the bribing of customs. You could very well try to buy off somebody in the customs department and uh, see if they'll give you more information on how this uh, shipment is coming into town. That sounds like or a Jerusalem. Them or do whatever you want to do to get that information. But uh, it... There, there should be somebody in the customs office that will be able to give you the information that you need for this job. Okay, that sounds like a job for Jerusalem, using his fine cover identity. You could use your command ability as like a forceful, like kind of track somebody into the into an alley and threaten them. You could use consort to. No, I was thinking more more sway, smarm my way in. With money to the uh, harbor master or whatever he's called for the whole town's office, and uh, see what's up. Uh, all right, I like it. So I will take a sway roll. Pair of ones. That's not good. You go to the uh, the office of the the customs agents and uh, walk in, and yes. Could he succeed at a cost? Could he get a devil's bargain? Sorry, I don't want. I mean, just suggestion nope. there, Mark. No, nope, you are correct. Uh, I could give you one more die for the devil's bargain. I forgot about that. Do it. All right. It'll only screw us in the end. <laughs> that's a three. So that's a three. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like what happened to me last time. <laughs> okay, so you, uh, you walk into the office, and uh, I don't know if you're trying to be charming or just. Be a haughty noble. Uh, nobody is giving you the time of day. Uh, <laughs> and if it, when you finish, like you walk in, you say your first little 
introduction, and everybody looks at you and goes, just go. <laughs> Shit. Okay. So. All right. I guess we're going to have to gamble on. We're going to have to go 50-50 and pick one to figure out. It's either that or, I mean, last ditch, but it could be really risky, is uh, we sent Cockroach to try to steal the information from them. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, but that kind of information won't be just lying around, right? I'd no, have to pr- it probably back. shouldn't be written down anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah that's probably true. I would actually have to get it out of a person. So maybe that's Cockroach true. can lure them into an alley, and Rubble can threaten them. That, that sounds like a plan. Give it a shot. I would imagine it'd be the head, the headmaster, right? Uh, yeah, somebody, it would be, it would be somebody high up. Oh, that guy's not gonna have much of his hands left. So, Cockroach, how exactly are you going to try and lure this high-ranking official in the, the customs office into an alley where you can essentially mug him? Bully him to tell you what you need. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a couple of our crew. I'm going to dress up in fine clothing. One of the crew is going to have a rope around my neck as if he was choking me. Okay. And I'm going to need a lookout to prompt me to act like I'm being accosted by these hooligans. Okay. Just so you know, Goose, I am going to roll a fortune roll to see if this individual would even give a flying fuck that somebody's getting mugged somewhere. Okay. I want you to make... Oh, Jesus, I don't even know what this would be. You know what? I'm going to call it finesse. Oh, good, I got finesse. I'm going to say finesse would probably be your uh, acting and whatnot, so let's do that. I want to spend one stress to get another die. Too stressed to get oh, it. Oh, too stressed to get that eye? Yeah. Uh, highest is a five. Okay. Um, so, yes, your lookout signals that uh, this guy is leaving his office and coming up the road. You've parked yourself in an alley. He is not alone. That's okay. I got rubble. But, yeah, you, you put on your act, and yep. uh, the gentleman yells down the alleyway, Hey, stop that! And his... uh. Help! I'm being accosted! Help! I'm his, being accosted! Uh, his associate uh, yells for the uh, blue coats. This is going bad fast. <laughs> and um, so I am starting a clock. You have a specific amount of time before the guards get here. Okay. But these gentlemen come running up the alley to try and help. Okay. How many is it? Him and another guy? Him and one other guy. Okay. Neither of them of them are particularly large individuals. What were your orders to your crew? Um, once they get in close, if he is accompanied with other people, to tie up the guy we want while Rubble takes care of the second guy. Okay, so effectively mob the one guy and Rubble is going to deal with... Yeah. Okay. Uh, so... So the rope that's around my neck has a weight, so we'll have a way to throw around him and essentially tie him to me. Okay. All right. Well, well I'm <laughs> I'm going to brain the guy who <laughs> rushed past me from behind. So you're going to use uh, Wreck or Skirmish? Oh, Wreck. <laughs> We're wrecking oh, him. Wreck. There's, there's, no, there's no training to what you do physically to people. You just go in ham-fisted and... Ugh. 
Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Leeches have one setting. Unmitigated violence. Oh, no. <laughs> That's double ones. Succeed at a cost. So I will offer a devil's bargain to give you a die. I will put two ticks on the arrival of the guard's clock. Yep. That's what we're doing. Okay. Shit. <laughs> oh, Another, no, one. Another one. The ghost buggers are going to jail. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're going to jail hard. Hit us up. I'll break you out of jail. Okay. You have two options. There is still one tick left on the clock. You can push this and try and make it happen, but your next roll is either getting you away with the dude or the guards are on you. Or get- you can cut bait and run. No, we need this dude. Yeah. So I get another full roll or I get one more die. <laughs> you get another full roll. Uh, you've already taken a devil's bargain on this activity. There will be no more extra dice. Nope. <laughs> um, the only thing you've got is if uh, Cockroach has anything in wreck, he might be able to help you. No, I was more thinking of suplexing the one I already have with Nestle. Uh, suplex would be more of a skirmish thing. Skirmish is your combat. Uh, oh, crap. And if I don't have it, I have to take the lowest out of the two die? Yep. Yeah. Do it. I got a four. <laughs> hey. Okay. I'm going to give you one level of harm. So you run in and hit the guy square in the face, but he gets a lucky punch in your gut. So you're you're a bit winded. Nothing serious. Kind of hit you in the rib. You might have bruised a rib. It's nothing bad, but uh, you're winded and your rib hurts, but you clock him right in the button. He topples over. Right. Um, cockroach is holding on to the dude. Uh, well, the dude I essentially tied him up against me. Yeah. So the he dude has effectively been yelling this whole time, which is why the clock has... You can hear the whistles of the blue coats in the distance. They're about a block and a half away. How are you taking this dude, who's now currently tied to your teenage friend, (laughs) how are you getting this guy out of here? Because you will not have time to interrogate him in any way, shape, or form. Down a sewer hole. We've got maps of the sewers. (laughs) All right. I like it. Um... I'm not even going to make you roll for it. The man is effectively tied to another human being. <laughs> He's not going anywhere. Uh, you jam a sock in his mouth. The rooks drag the other guy, the unconscious guy, into the sewer, too. Okay, yeah, you open up the manhole, dump the unconscious guy into the sewer. Uh, there's a splash, and you know it's just disgusting. You lower cockroach and the struggling man into the sewer, and then follow with, you uh you get yourselves out of sight. The whole time they're going, Shh, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> I don't like this as much as you do. Okay. So the next stage of your plan then, you are now in the sewers with uh a very upset, gagged, and tied man. Well, this city kinda sucks. There's gotta be an abandoned building around here somewhere. Probably really walk out of any door and spit and hit an abandoned room, door, <laughs> building, something. So we're going to Pulp Fiction style post bring out the gimp after they, uh, after they capture the guy. We're going to strap him down to a chair, and we're either going to get what we want from him, or we're going to start removing parts of him. All right. Gagged yeah. until he's willing to talk, blindfolded. 
Okay, so... Oh, we need Jerusalem for this, because we cockroach can't question fuck all. (laughs) I can wreck him, but, I mean, I'm not going to ask the questions. (laughs) You be bad cop, I'll be good cop. Oh, I am. So, (laughs) we can say that in your plan, Jerusalem was going to meet you at this location. Yeah. Uh, So, how are you going to try and get this man to talk? Are you going to try and sugar him up and you sway? Um... You're gonna have to try and hold back rubble. He's he's crazy. I want to help you. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna use sway, uh, or yeah. are you gonna use consort or command? Uh, command would be more threatening. Yeah. Um, more consort then, right? I want to be his buddy. We're doing good cop, bad cop. Rubble's doing this threatening. I'm trying to save him from rubble. Okay. And because I've failed so many times before, I'm really gonna push myself. Take two okay. stress for an extra die. Stress. All right. There we go. Four, five. Five. Excellent. So, Rubble's playing up the... <laughs> he, he looks really eager to start cutting things off of this guy. The the guy gets, you know, uh, noticeably upset. <laughs> uh, he very much just wants to get out of here alive. And uh, you eventually find out that the... Count is bringing in something that has been hushed on uh, the train. Train. Good, good. So now we know where to plan our job. We're doing the train heist. Woohoo, train heist. <laughs> Do we need horses? Um, horses are very rare in this world. Uh, everybody uses large domesticated goats. <laughs> So we'll have domesticated ghosts on the train tracks. Okay. So I'm going to pause you guys there, work out your plan, and we're going to go back to the followers of Ixwa. And, yes, so uh, Father Pathos and Strix are following this ghostly trail through the city. Uh, the trail eventually brings you to the walled estate of Count Calder. Whatever this is leading you to is inside the grounds. So the, the, the trail just goes, I, can I see the trail? I can't see the trail. I'm just following Strix. You're following Strix. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, it's like a, a like a, a wispy thing that he's following and it's almost like a cord that is, uh, it leads to a section of the wall. And it, it is going into the wall. Brother Strix, should we go through? I I think we should try and look for a normal entrance before making an entrance, but if we can't find one, we'll make one. As you walk along the wall, uh, you pass a spot that has a large char mark on it. You have no idea what exactly happened. doesn't appear as though there's any real damage to the wall, a little bit of pitting, but... Nothing really, but it looks like something was on fire. Mm-hmm. It, so it doesn't look like if I if I tried real hard, I could just kind of push it the rest of the way down. It doesn't nope. look damaged at all. Okay. Nope. Wow. There was no real damage. Just now, there's a black spot on the wall. Father Pathos uses his finger to push the soot away into the like churchy symbols of Ichthwa before nice. they move on. You continue around the wall. And, uh, you notice, uh, you notice a gate. The street is fairly well trafficked. Mm-hmm. But there's a gate there. 
I will calmly attempt to open the gate. Just see if it opens. Oh, yeah, it's unlocked. Cool. It okay, is a so clause will, Strix. Yes. It is. You uh, you enter the ground. Just pass uh, by and just be like, aren't those usually locked? Not to us, brother. Not to us. So you enter the grounds, and there's something happening at the far end of the grounds. You don't see any guards or anything in the immediate area, but you can hear some form of commotion across the grounds. So if you go around the corner over there, Mm -hmm. this is where your path is leading you. Towards the commotion? Yes, towards the commotion. We either go in big or we go in religious. Uh, uh, Father Pathos has has recognized that this is not his part in this uh, plan. He is here for when whatever Strix has planned goes wrong. He's here to fix it. Okay, all right. Let me see. Though he is getting ideas as he's getting this close to the actual. This is like his actual house. We're like, I could walk up and touch his house's wall, correct? Yep. Okay. Hmm. You know, um, Strix, I wonder if um, there's a way to get to wherever these bones is, are through the house. That's a good question. Uh, can I do a flashback study roll to see if I can do that? Look up the uh, potential town records? Schematics, uh, yeah. blueprints, uh, things like that. Blueprints and stuff? Yep. In your in your preparations for coming this far, or to, to the manor, you uh, look back and... Tried to find the grounds, like, try and figure out where exactly you were being led to and yep. uh, all that. So, yeah. Okay. Two, six, six. Nice. The, the best thing you can figure is there's a mausoleum on the grounds. Uh-huh. And there's something kind of hidden in the plans. Like, it looks like there's something in the basement that you you kind of figure might, it might be a secret passage of some sort going from the basement of the manor in the direction of the mausoleum. Uh, so there is a possibility that you could get there from inside the house. Like, everything that you've looked at really doesn't, uh, obviously it's not secret passage here. Yeah, so it, just, it doesn't directly say. Yeah, there's there's something weird, you notice something weird on the plans that leads you to believe that there might be some something there that could be interesting to look at. Like Father Pathos, that sounds like a good idea. In fact, I believe there might be a passage connecting to there on the basement, and... Worst case scenario, if we don't get into the basement, there may be family members in there. Wonderful. Where do we go? You have options. There's a wall. Climb or try and break down. Uh, There are windows. Uh, There is no door on this side of the uh, house, though. We're trying to get to the basement. Is there like a a cellar entrance? Uh, Not that you can see from where you're at. Um, the plans that you looked at, uh, you know that there is a cellar entrance, but it's effectively like you're going, you're going around the corner to where all of the noise is, um, cause it's there, but there is a way to get into the basement from inside the house. We still have some coin left over. I say we do another flashback to bribe a servant to leave a, uh, a window open. A window open? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Father Pathos will go do that. Okay, so you find a one of the servants of the counts. What is it exactly that you are going to do to convince the servant to leave a window open for you? 
Yeah, so um, Father Pathos is going to wait for them to go home, and he's going to follow them home. And then he's going to um, break into their house and offer them money to leave the window open. Or he can leave the money here to help pay for the medical expenses that this person's going to have to incur for saying no to the, the offer. Essentially, I'm trying to command them, but also okay. give them money. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get you to make a command roll. Cool. Flawless logic. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Whew. Almost dropped it a five. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it takes a little bit of uh, convincing. Okay. Uh, but you don't have to go too far with it. Uh, they eventually do uh, agree. Um, and... Okay. Uh, yeah, so... You have convinced a a uh, maid to leave a window open on the ground floor of this side of the house. Yeah. Uh, for money and teeth intact. Right, yeah. I make sure to actually leave the coin that I promised, too. Okay, good. All right. So you find the window. It's open. Yep. Can, can Father Pathos fit through the window? I believe your description was he was really tall, but not, like, Oh, he's a wall of meat. Oh, he's yeah. 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 I, I always I described him like a like you know the strongman competitions. He's oh, okay. built like that, but he's like yeah. seven two. Father Pathos is is a kingpin unit from Spider Verse. It's Strix that is the cryptid. Oh, okay. Sorry, it's a bit of a squeeze, but you can get through. Okay, cool. I realized that after we were like the window's open. Oh wait, cool. So we are in Strix. Yep, you are. You are in this house. Uh, you find yourself in, you would assume it's the library. There's a desk, lots of books, fancy, expensive-looking stuff. Anything I could just pick up and put in a bag? Quite a bit, actually. I'm going to yeah. fill a bag. Loot the room. I was looking yeah. at the thugs being like... Yeah, uh, yeah uh, effectively, you, you, can, you can loot a coin worth cool. of goods out of this room. All right. While you're looting, I would like somebody to roll a survey... To see if you're paying attention to listen for anybody that might be wandering around in the house. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> uh, I'll do it. I will nope. also stress so I can get an extra death. Okay, I got a six and a four. You hear movement in the house, uh, but nobody comes into the room. So, like, as you're throwing things in the bag, you hear, like, okay, somebody's coming up the hallway, so you stop. And then when they move past, then you start rifling things. <laughs> um, okay, so what's Can your I next move? I peek through the lock when they're doing that. Okay, yeah. Uh, so you peek through the uh, the keyhole, and it's just a like one of the service staff. Okay, yeah, no, that's fine. I just wanted to make sure that wasn't like prime wife target going by. Be like, yeah. missions changed. Uh, okay, so uh, you don't hear anything going on in the hallway. What is our next move? Um, how is the how is the room lit? Is it like electric lights or ghost uh, lights? It, it's electroplasma. It's is electroplasma flammable? Uh, it can no, be depending burn, on yeah. how it's refined. Okay, all right. Just curious. Uh, yeah. Uh, electroplasmic lights are not. Okay. Like you can't like break it and, and fire. fire. Just but making the, like, sure it wasn't like an oil lamp. Kind of flickers like candlelight. Like, you don't have to worry about the candle burning out. Okay, cool. So, there's nobody in the hallway. You don't hear any sounds in the hallway. 
Where are you off to next? Uh, we're just going. We're just going to get to the basement. We're not. We're not gonna. We're not gonna putz around unless fate decides it wants to drop a child or a wife in our hands. I mean, we can still do both. I'll just carry him. Yeah, knock no, him out. Exactly. We will. We will grab <laughs> and then get the bones. Okay. So, uh, do either of you have prowl? I have hunt. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of always pictured it more like a Mike Myers kind of hunt where he's just walking towards you until you are too tired to keep running away. Are you trying to be quiet and sneak or are you guys just like going to the basement? Um, I would at least for unless he is told otherwise, Pathos is just trying to get there as efficiently as possible. And if that means as he's turning the corner, he has to punch out like a, you know, butler or something, then that's what happens. Yeah, that seems better because it's, again, Strix, Pathos, Goons. I'm not going to try to corral all of these people to be quiet. Uh, I would like to send one of the Goons back to Ragnar. Um, Just to let him know what's going on? Let him know what's going on and see if he can just keep this Guardian, like, their, their ancestor spirit there. Like, see if he can try to bind him so he's actually physically stuck there. Also probably send the loot back with him. Yeah, that's good. This is ours now. Our. Okay, um. Okay, uh, so you are strolling through the. (laughs) Walking through the house, uh, towards where, from the plans you saw, where the stairs to the basement should be. You don't see anybody really. You don't run into too much problem. As you're passing, like, walking up the hallway, you can, there's an open door and you see through the window, uh, it looks like 15 guards are all out in the back grounds, kind That's of scrambling around, and there's a gray-haired gentleman looks to be screaming at everybody. You can't hear what he's saying, but he is very upset. Um, I bet that's Count. That's my guess. Yeah. I hope he does not fuck around. Because he'll find out. So... You make it to the stairs leading to the basement. The door is locked. <sighs> All right. Well, right, um, I have Tinker and Wreck. I may be able to open this like normal. And I have a fine set of Tinker tools, too. Yeah, so, yeah, you you can roll yep. Tinker to try and uh, tease the lock. Yeah, I'm going to try that first. Sorry, you're not teasing the lock so much as trying to take it apart and just yep. disable it. Yeah. Finesse would be pick the lock. You're unscrewing the faceplate and pulling it all apart to try and yeah, just... I'm just disassembling. Just, eh, no. That's going to stop being... That's going to be stop being a thing. So let's go... Okay, I got a one and a six. Okay. So you remove the locking mechanism from the door, uh, open, and stairs going down into darkness. Headed down. Okay. How dark? Is it like dark, dark? Like we need lights? It's dark. You'll need a light. Okay, so when we get in, when we usher everybody in, he's going to, Father Pathos is going to close the door as best he can, maybe like put something against it to kind of prop it uh, shut, and he's going to get out his lan- uh, a lantern out of his little bag he's got. Okay. That is one load. Boop. All right, uh, so you head down into the basement. Um, there is a long hallway and a couple of doors leading off on either side. And then one door at the end of the hallway. You know from uh, the plans that you had seen, there are four rooms 
off this hallway. Uh, what's exactly in them, you have no idea. And then a large room at the end of the hall where the thing is. Well, I want to know what's in those rooms. Yeah, I was um, going to say, check the rooms either way. Going to listen in, like put his ear against it before he opens it. Is there anything happening on the other side? Uh, you don't hear anything. Open uh, the door. Okay. Uh, this, it's storage. There's foodstuffs and whatnot in this room. Cool. Uh, um, like brooms, stuff like that? Or is it all so food this stuff? this is more a pantry. Oh, okay, okay, got it. This is the, the first room on the right. Across the hall, there's another door. This uh, It's another storage room. Odds and ends, nothing valuable. You check three of the rooms, that's what you find. Mm-hmm. Uh, just storage. Uh, one's a cold room, so there's a... Uh, Meats hanging and curing and stuff. Anything dried? Uh, yep, there's some dried goat. I'm gonna eat it. Okay, it's, uh, actually quite good. Yes! I'm gonna keep some for later too. Uh, the fourth room, uh, is locked and you hear a muffled, like, kind of sound coming from inside. I am not even fucking, like, I'm like, ha! I wanna know what's in that. Come on, Tinker Time. Take it apart. Pothos prepares himself for a fight. Okay, alright. That is a one and a five. Okay. Uh, you, you get the lock kind of, um, mostly taken apart. Like a screw kind of falls in and you're gonna have to force the door, but it shouldn't make too much sound. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll force the door. Okay, so there's a soft crack. And the door pops open. Uh, you walk into a well-lit room. Uh, it is lavish. Everything in here is luxurious. Uh, there's a four-poster bed uh, with curtains drawn, dresser, beautiful decorations. And sitting in a chair, kind of staring off into nothing, uh, there's a young woman. She is kind of rocking back and forth and making this teening quiet wail sound. Her eyes are clearly not focusing on anything that is in the physical world. And I'm going to cut it there for tonight, and we will come back next week with episode four and the final episode of Blades in the Dark. Yeah. uh, Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, My name is Steve again, and Goose will give you the particulars of our social media. But thank you very much for listening, and have a great week. (laughs) Well, tonight we also had Mark. Hey, Jerusalem's probably the worst criminal you've ever heard of. (laughs) But you have heard of him. And we have Eric. Rubble's not much better. And I'll pass it over to Hunter to have him exit, too. Yeah, um... Yeah, like you said, I'm Hunter. I've just been hanging out with a ghost all night, so. You've had a chill night. Yeah, the two that do, were doing the work were uh, James. Yup. And John. I'm gonna kill God. <laughs> <laughs> Their God. Not real God. Our yeah, God no, not fine. the real one. He's Ours is even, good. She's fine. He's not really God. He's just like one of their, like, fam- relative spirits. <laughs> fine, I'm gonna kill Granddad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you want, you can get a hold of us at cojroleplaying at gmail.com. You can reach all our social media at linktree slash cojroleplaying. Uh, we have a Patreon page set up 
you can reach it at patreon.com slash COJ Roleplaying. Uh, and during the gameplay, we had our first donator tonight, which was the Blank Bodies. Yep. Thanks very much, guys. That was we love um... you. <laughs> may or may not have recalled what we were saying earlier and was like, guys, can we like, can we do Let's this? Let's get on it. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you're an Apple podcast listener, if you don't mind just giving us a five-star review, that will help us in the rankings. Hopefully gets our name out there more on more uh, different sites. Uh, and I'll give it to Hunter so he can plug his stuff. Yeah, uh, we have all that fun stuff, too. We've got a Discord. We've got a Patreon and Instagram, a Twitter, probably some more social media pages I'm forgetting about. But they're all on our Linktree, Linktree slash Blank Bodies. Uh, really the easiest way to get a hold of us. You can email us. But uh, we largely use our Discord community um, for contacting us, so that's probably the best way to get a hold of us, and we're on just about every podcast app available that would take us, so. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty much there, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, hopefully we see you guys next week. Chat to you later. Bye. Bye. Yep.